Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right, we are live. Welcome to the Side Action, episode nine of season six. My name is Jim Weglars, aka Weggs. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Wegspool.com. At Wegspool. At Wegspool, yeah. Not the not Wegs Pond. You ever like pond? they ever dappled? Yeah, I was gonna say maybe we go international. We could go over the pond. No, well, anyway. I'm going over the pond in a couple of weeks. We gotta talk about it. Yeah, that. we can talk about it. anyway. <laughs> before we get too sidetracked. Uh, I'm Coop. You can check me out on Twitter at Dalton Cooper on Instagram at Dalton uh, at Dalton Cooper at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Um, we are the Side Action Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Side Action Pod and on Instagram at the same handle. And uh, we're back in the uh, the Ridge Road Studio, Ridge Ridge Street, Ridge Ridge Ave, yeah, there you go, Ridge Ave, yeah, Ridge Ave Studio. So yeah, welcome the, back. Ed, the Edgewater Studio, I like to say. The Edgewater. Edgewater. <laughs> okay. kind of Edgewater. That's fair. The, edge. Uh, the Rogers Park Studio. Maybe? Rogers Park, yeah. almost. We're not quite there, but okay. I know you're not from here. But this is Edgewater. Got Over there is Rogers Park. Okay, gotcha. But it's okay. His lines get very blurry sometimes. <laughs> it's just a street. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're just recapping some stuff off the pod. You know, and we've talked about this, and I think we're going to get a following for this. I do need to start clipping the pre-pod, post-pod conversations and put that in a separate pod. Yeah, or we like could side action off mic or something <laughs> behind the scenes. Behind the, the BTS. Scenes. There There's you some go. Really yeah. good conversations that cannot be shared <laughs> on air or in the in the YouTube stream. But uh, but anyway, pay per view. Pay per view. Practically, you know, it's practically pay per view. You know, my, my my lady problems. But anyway, let's talk about last weekend. Um, you want to go first this time? You had the big Ohio uh, trip from last time. Yeah, I mean it was pretty cool. I got to see some of the fam. Just went to Ohio. We uh, we checked out a haunted cave. Uh, yeah, it, which unfortunately, um, you know, in in the change of culture, I've noticed that haunted attractions have kind of gotten. Well, I don't want to say kid friendly, but that's why oh. the best term I come up with. Where it's true. not like. Uh, you know, they used to make you sign a waiver, this cave we used to go to. So you like might shit your pants. Yeah, uh, they would do like yeah, so it's like kind of fair game. Like they would kinda, of, you know, uh, the lack of a better term, they would F around and find out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I don't sure. know, can I curse on here? Sure. Okay, cool. It's our, it's our podcast. It's our podcast. That's, That's our right. shit. That's the FCC. You can okay. yeah, we'll worry about yeah, that later. Yeah. Uh, but no, we did that on Friday and then Saturday night we uh we checked out King's Island. Yeah, I've heard about so, that place. Yeah, nice we we really gotta get to Cedar Point. I keep telling her yeah, we gotta make it yeah. like a summer trip. We should do it as a group, I think, for next summer. Uh, but that was a good time, and then uh, obviously Sunday we did football. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had bowling Tuesday night. We was, won the game. We um, had the comeback. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Well, I wanted to save that for you. You know, <laughs> you had you were the winning pitcher. You know, so I wanted to at least give that to you. Yeah, exactly. In both ways. So um, we did that, and uh, yeah, the fellows are staying hot. We were five and yeah. two on Tuesday night for bowling. Oh, so I think we were. Uh, I think we're like forty and sixteen on the year now. Dominating. That's so good. we were a three-way tie for first, I think. Going okay. In. So, okay. Um, and then, uh, then we had golfing. Oh, we had golfing with Primetime yeah. on Tuesday. That's right. Primetime Art. So his, who went with you? Uh, it was me. It was Brian, uh, which was one of his uh, one okay. of his friends, and it was just uh, Art. So it was three of us. Okay. And obviously we had the caddy. We had yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah Malcolm. Malcolm was a good time. So four caddy. It was like. Actually, no, he kind of, well, it was me and, yeah, he did, okay. did a little four catting, but he rode in the car with us, too. Okay. He, he brought some, he had some coffee, so it worked okay. out well. Uh, it's a nice little brew. How'd you shoot? So, uh, I think he shot 89. Were you on so, the south or the north? The south course. That's so great. That's, that's a great time. score. That's it's, a really tough course. So, it is. It's tough. The greens were, I, I either three-putted or one-putted the first nine holes. So, I had okay. I had four three-putts and five one-putts. Wow. So I shot 41. Then I just, I didn't play as well in the back. So, okay. 
We're getting there. That's one, but you know. Yeah, that's the feast or famine. Yeah, there's no in between. (laughs) Tell me about it. So, how was your weekend? Well, you know, I first of all, we you know Friday was I don't know what I did Friday. I can't remember. Then you travel. Uh, well, I came back from travel on Thursday night. Okay. So Friday was more of a chill day, I believe. And then Saturday, oh no, I, I did a bunch of stuff. I went to my brother. He, he just moved into his new house. So we, little pizza night, little okay. pizza and movies, watch Ghostbusters, the original. <laughs> nice. That was great with my niece, who's, who's trying, like, your kid friendly. Like, she's, you know, let's watch this scary movie. Right. It's sort of scary. That's fair. And then, uh, then I got the boys to get out there to do the role. We finally, we went to Rivers on Saturday and we watched some games. Actually, what took over the whole thing was the UFC fights that were happening. Yeah. And there were tons of guys from United Arab Emirates there and they were all into those guys and Heck yeah. it was crazy. And, <laughs> you know, we tried to bet a couple dogs early. Don't bet the dogs in UFC. Uh, yeah, it's totally <laughs> Only at the beginning card because yeah. they're just, they get crushed. But it was some great fights, and then we Luke and I hit the tables, and he was excellent. He did he, he did the fly, he calls it the flying geese. It's the flying V. Okay. The threes on top. Shots in the mighty ducks. Uh, yeah, okay. and so my first time, I crapped out in two rolls, the worst roll possible, right? Okay. And I threw it too far. It was like not my normal spot. Hit the back wall like solid. It flew everywhere. Seven out. And you give it to Luke. Luke was money. Five points, man. Five yeah. points. He had three eights and a four and a five or something. He was nice. incredible. Uh, won some money for us as, as it kind of went around. He kind of backed out. You know, some guys lose money. Jimmy Wegg won another roll. He got another roll. I did the fire bet, dude. The fire yeah. bet, you know, you can bet the. I did the <laughs> five, 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 which is the bonus up top, all the numbers, and I've almost hit that, but I haven't hit them all yet. We'll get there. And then the fire bet, the last time I was there, I hit four points, which pays you 25 to one. Okay, okay. it's pretty good. It's five dollars, 25 to one, 125 bucks. Not, Not bad. bad. This time, Jimmy Weggs was dialed in, man. Yeah. Point. Point, different point, different point, different point. Five points, dude, five points pays 100 to 1. Hell yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. No, 125 to 1, I thought. Or was it 250? No, I think you're it's right. It was 250. It's yeah, 250 yeah. to 1. So I got 1250 yeah. alone, and then I almost had the sixth, uh, and I did have a six point place, but crapped out. So yeah, I finished, you know, whatever, plus whatever, 13. Did you bet on your crap again, like like you did last time? You mean I uh, I did not, no, I didn't. I should have done that. Ah. I did not lay against myself this time. Ah. So you got to uh, keep the old man's wisdom in the back of your mind. Yeah, he's like, put up, put up. Yeah, I was going to say, things happen for a reason at that crap table. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the sixth separate point. I think I, it was like an eight or nine or something. I already gotten that one. I think I had to get a 10 or something to get the six, but yeah. I'm going to get a fleece next time I go back. I get nice. a river's fleece. So they I, give you I, a hat too, I thought? No, maybe. No. I don't know. Maybe I'm if I win the there. six. Okay. Uh, but so that was awesome. A successful <laughs> trip. Put the foam finger on the back wall next. Yeah, rivers. Rivers are their official, you know. <laughs> Sponsor the yeah, podcast. At least, at least earn some dice at this I point. I will say right? they got a new sponsor, or a new sponsor, a new subscriber that was a craps guy. So I don't know who that is, okay. but they've got two whole followers. Bring your followers to us. Oh, yeah. Uh, last Welcome. thing was the softball game on Sunday. Uh, it was really fun. It's a costume thing. And you know, it was supposed to be superhero. I think, I think the best one was <laughs> like 17 more Wonder Woman, <laughs> right? And then the Captain Underpants, <laughs> Nicole, who basically took out took off that outfit really fast because she was too cold. But I've no words to say. But it was fun, and then we we had the comfort behind victory on our team. We were down most of the game, and then uh, with Sasha, Sasha came through yeah, in the clutch. Sasha did. Two outs, two on, down by or down by one, right? Yeah. No, no, no. no we, we were tied, tied at that point. Yeah. We were tied at that point, but she had the, she legged out the single, boom, yeah. and 
We won seven seven six, I believe, in the final. So yeah. it was exciting. It's exciting. And we played some uh, grass ball. I don't know. If yeah, you I saw that. that. Yeah. I watched it. I you know I'm not gonna. I was trying to lay off completely yeah. till November, but I saw you playing a little bit. You, you got to keep that ankle fresh, you know. Keep, yeah, Kelly's yeah. bro. Well, let's go into our actual stuff now. We got the uh, the dub club to start, which I'm sure you know. What can be said? Oh no, wait. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. We go to the shed first. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I skipped to the dub club. Yeah. We go to the shed first, which is funny because I, I was thinking about this when I put this together. Can you one week be in the dub club and the next week be in the shed? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, talk about adversity. <laughs> so I'm putting the top three hitters from the Phillies, including Kyle Schwarber, who was in the dub club last week, oh. and that's Trey Turner and Bryce Harper. <laughs> All three of those guys are going in the shed because they went one for 20 in game six and seven at home against... Uh, the Diamondbacks, and they obviously lost, and they're not going to the World Series. Yeah. Are you trying to say you're a seam head, Jimmy Wags? Jimmy Wags is the <laughs> a seam head. head before our very I mean, eyes. I, I pay attention to October baseball. Yeah. No other time of the year. No, it's but it's really funny because the first team, the first trio I have on the shed is actually I had Harper, Turner, and Castellanos oh, because okay. even better, they went 0 for 24. Oh, so that one hit must have came from Schwarber, unless our yeah. stats departments are different. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they're definitely in the shed. Uh, James Harden is in the shed. Uh, there's a lot of different reasons, but I think yeah, it's really funny something. that. He showed up to travel with the Sixers, and they told him just to stay home. And he's making $33 million this year. Well, so, he missed training camp, right? Is that the deal? Yeah, he missed training camp. He's like, hey, I'm going to show up for the game. They're like, hey, yeah. sit the first two games out there. Yeah, and then today I think there was news that the Clippers were actually pulling back from mm -hmm. trade interest to him. So, I heard that. again, it, for anybody feeling bad out there, just know that the Sixers are paying James Harden $33 million to do nothing and stay away. So, I mean, I can do that. Yeah, I, if they need help, we're available. Um, we <laughs> can even sit here and talk about it. Yeah, we can even talk about it. Uh, we're also going to put the the bulls in the shed. I don't know if you saw the game last night. We were uh, we were playing golf league and they had it on. I heard there was a private meeting. Oh, they did. They had a players only <laughs> meeting after the first game of the season, following a twenty point loss. Sign. So, and it's the Thunder. Yeah. You know, if it'd be one thing if it's you know like a really good Western Conference team, but yeah, I mean, they would, yeah, I don't know they, the Thunder yeah. going to the, the know. you know the finals. But anyway, yeah. um, and then Shane Pinto is going to the shed. I don't okay. know if you heard about this, but he got a forty one game suspension from the NHL for violating mm. their. Uh, gambling policy. Oh. Uh, the other problem is, is he is on like their development team, so he's without a contract. So he's oh. going to be suspended and not playing. That's not so, paid. Yeah, well, and not paid. Oh, that's so bad. that's kind of a double whammy for. Uh, that's that's tough. You know what? He was trying to <laughs> make a, make a little make a little cheddar as he was yeah. getting. It was getting it was confirmed. Sport. It was he was not betting on hockey. So it was a different oh, okay. sport. It wasn't so, like an under in hockey. He's like yeah. sending the sending the puck in the stands. Yeah, or, something. or like he had insider info. Icing you know? every time. <laughs> I know a little bit about it. So, a little bit. Okay, that's enough, though. Yeah. You know, we can work with that. But, yeah, that's who you got taken to the shed this week. Okay, now the dub club, different. Let's change. We're getting the red rope going. We're going to let this guy in. Oh, okay. Tyson Bajan, we talked about him last oh, week, dude. Man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, he was 21 for 29 for 162 yards. But, hey, man, Division two quarterback start gets the win against the Raiders. And they they crushed the Raiders in that game. Yeah, and there was actually talks that, uh, that some of the Bears players were talking about the Raiders quit halfway through that game. So, yeah, they're like, we can't handle wow. this Division two guy. <laughs> yeah, Josh McDaniels team quitting? No way, right? There's animosity. They, they hate him. <laughs> they hate him? Yeah. Oh, man. I had no idea that was evident, to be honest. No. <laughs> well, that's why I was surprised they played so good the week before. They did, yeah. I was like, I don't understand this team. One week they play great, the other week they suck. But anyway. They have no consistency in quarterback either. So That's right. But anyway, uh, first first person we're going, Miles Garrett. 
Uh, okay. Even though the Browns, you know, the Browns did pull that out against the Colts, uh, but he's an animal. He's the first player since 2000 with multiple sacks in a game and a blocked field goal oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. in the same game. So he, had, he also added nine tackles. He had two sacks and he had two forced fumbles. So As you said, he's an alien. He, he is an alien. Did you see him jump over to block that <laughs> field goal? Like, oh, it's just. And you have, you can't touch anybody when you do that. No. You can't he, actually not hit anybody on the full. You got to treat him like a hurdle, literally. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So he's just a freak. So shout out to him. Uh, also, Bruce Bochy, oh, yeah. uh, third uh, third manager in the history Texas. of MLB to lead three or more teams to the World Series. Um, the other one was Dick Williams, and I can't remember the other guy. I, mm. I didn't write down his name in time. But um, another little World Series note, which we'll get into here in just a second, but both teams, if you look back between the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, mm. if you look two years ago, they're both 100-loss teams. Wow. So talk about, the, talk about the epitome of a sports fan. Man, you can only hope that, man, two years ago, the, just it's crazy. Yeah, there's a chance. That's the beauty of sports. Mm-hmm. So just to keep that in mind. And uh, we'll also put the Pacers in Club Dub. Uh, they scored 143 points last night. It's the most in the season or, uh, season opener since 1990. Uh, and then we're going to put Cade McNamara. Okay. Uh, he confirmed to come back to Iowa next year. He's ah. going to be... Uh, he's going to be 24 in May, oh. uh, and he's going to make 139000 in NIL value. But he's oh. going to be the oldest guy in college football next year. So Are you shout sure out there to, was that kicker from whatever team is like 33 years old? I was like Hawaii, so. I think, or something <laughs> like that. So I'll have to check into that, but they were talking about it on Twitter. So I just thought that he's been in uh, college football for, it seems like, forever. Yeah, so well, shout out to Kate McNamara, staying sure. relevant. Hopefully his, uh, hopefully his Achilles surgery, or not his Achilles, his ACL surgery is more sure it'll be just so. Fine. But yeah, shout out to him. So that's yeah. clubbed up this week. Clubbed up, good clubbed up. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the college games. There's, there's, there was a lot of big games last week. We can talk about them in a minute. And uh, but you've got some more. Pac-12. Every single week, there's a game on here because they're, they're really good teams out there. Yeah, it's a good, best quarterback conference in America by far. And we don't even know who's going to come out because you know Caleb Williams. Was, well, he could always stay and make you know six or seven million dollars. I can next stay, year. and I can also not win any more games. <laughs> Did you see Acho time. talking that he should sit out the rest of the year starting like right now, which right. is just wild. But yeah, ridiculous. Um, yeah, we have Oregon at Utah. We have Duke uh, going to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have BYU at Texas. BYU's not ranked, but they are five and two, and they've been yeah. they've been the the definition of frisky. They're frisky, they're yeah. frisky. It's absolutely, like they're uh, frisky. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we were one and one last yep. week. Um, unfortunately, Clemson um, shit the bed against Miami, so uh, we'll leave Clemson. that alone. That's yeah. Me and my Miami love hate. Well, Ohio State came through, team. and I gotta admit, before the game, I'm like, ah, you know, I'm just gonna put some cash on the underdog. That was a mistake. Yeah, I tried try to tell you they're young, man. They they couldn't move the football. So and Marvin State's Harrison, offense is bad. There is and there's an argument to be made that Marvin Harrison should win the Heisman. So, yeah, well, he was so great. He was really the only guy on the field yeah. that could really do anything on both teams because both defenses are pretty good in that game. And he's the most feared player, I think, in college football outside of, like, you know, maybe the quarterbacks. But, yeah, yeah for, by far. So, but this week we're going to ride with Oregon. Okay. Um, Utah has actually won the last 27 home games with Whoa. fans in the stands. Minus COVID, they yeah, lost yeah, a couple yeah. games. But um, dating back to, like, 2019, they've won 27 straight home games. But I think Oregon – So you're going to go against I'm that going. Trend. Yeah, I'm going against that trend. I think it's going to end. I think Oregon is as a, a – 10 point if not more I think that Oregon's okay. going to take care of business they have to win this game they do um, to stay in, in the relevance of the college football playoff and okay. to stay in the back 12 running so and then uh, shout out to James Madison Look we're going to ride with James Madison minus 20 and a half they're playing Old Dominion at home nice uh, since Sunbelt. yeah uh, James Madison is actually 25th ranked in the country right yeah, now yeah I saw they're in the top 25 now. Yeah. Um, since they joined the Sun Belt they're 4-0 and they've allowed t- a total of 59 total points um, in conference play so far in four games. That's so pretty good. I'm riding with James Madison. Their differential against Old Dominion, I think, was around 56 or something like that. So the, the Cooper metrics lined up this week. The we Cooper like, metrics. We like James Madison. James Madison. What's so, their mascot? Oh, 
Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, I just thought you might know. I might know. I've, I've seen it. Do you James know? Madison was a little guy. I, don't, I have no idea. Oh, man. Now you're going to get the stats. You look going. it up. We'll yeah. Come, we'll, we'll, we'll come. come if anything, we update. almost forgot our uh, we forgot our basketball is back, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, NBA, yeah. You, you, the you NBA is that back. Yeah. Also, the last part club. of – yeah, I forgot, almost forgot. The last part of Club Dub, the NBA is back. So do you just a little quick one. Do you want to give your finals preview? I'll give my finals preview. I want to be on record that I'm not a big NBA guy. Okay. Again, I mean, it's better now when when – those few years when it was just LeBron against Steph every year, it was boring <laughs> as hell. I'm like, give me another team. So now you actually have different teams that can play. I got I got Bucks versus the Suns. I know that the Suns are a little bit further down the, the list. Um, I think the Bucks are going to win. In terms of winning the championship. The fourth. They have the fourth best odds to win the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not like number two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, the top two teams. The Bucks are number one. No, that's fair. And you're going with, uh, who do you think is going to win that matchup? I think the Bucks. You're gonna. You're I know they're the. the I know. Okay. I know they're the favorite. Gotcha. This is the, the NBA. That's favorite Tuesday win. I mean, I'm, I just. I'm not fading Denver. My dad, of course, first game of the year. Dad, I know you're not listening, but first game of the year, he's texting me. Oh, Nuggets look pretty good tonight. I'm like, Dad, there's 82. <laughs> like, really? Hey, Dad knows though. He's been around he's the like, block LeBron, twice. It must have been emotional for LeBron to see them get the rings. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So what about you? That's You've got some other teams down the board. Here. Yeah, absolutely. So my finals preview, um, I'm actually going to take a little left. I want, I'm going Cleveland against Phoenix. Cleveland, um, okay. I think Cleveland has got a lot to prove from last year. They sure. got They got it kind of taken advantage of in the first round. Uh, okay. Against, I think the Knicks last year took it. Yeah. Like beat them 4-1. Yep. Um, I think they sweep them. I can't remember. But anyway. Yeah, they swept them. Um, yeah, I think Cleveland could be a sneaky team. Two futures that you could look out for okay. if you are into the NBA. Sacramento. If you want to wait seven months to get money. Yeah, if you're, yeah, there you go. If you're a degenerate and just like, you know, taking chances, maybe yep. being predicting the future, if you will. Sure. Uh, but Sacramento is plus 4,500. I think that's a really good value. And in New Orleans, I don't know if you saw Zion. If he could cross your fingers and he can stay healthy. They have CJ McCollum. They have, they've got some good players down in New Orleans. I so. know they do, but Zion, if he, the whole game, for the whole season, please, he's not going to be healthy. Hey, I mean, he's been very active in his offseason with the two women. So maybe it's been working on his cardio. <laughs> he's staying in shape. Maybe he's actually caring. Now he's got to earn some now. bonus money. So, right? Yeah. Now we can have our October update. All right. October update. We will get to the NFL, you avid listeners. <laughs> uh, World Series. This is what they call whatever, the, the, the pinnacle of, of all sports. Every sport is in, 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 involved right now. Okay, so you've got the Rangers. Obviously, they took out they took out Houston. Houston, 0-7 at home to the playoffs. That is insane. I can't believe that that's what happened. That's that's that gotta be the first time ever. Um, so the Rangers make it. Your Bruce Bochy comment is great. He's he's got his team playing great. The Diamondbacks they beat the Red Storm. It's called Red October, friend. Oh my Red October. Uh, Phillies who originally had Phillies Coke away. Maybe they were on Coke. No, they I had to add an H in there <laughs> and choke away. But maybe they were coked up. I don't know. And that was like the '86 Mets. But uh, they they blew them. They blew it, man, with that yeah. big payroll. So. Uh, I'm on the Rangers here. I know they're the favorite, I'm, and I'm like you now, Captain Favorite. But oh, okay. I almost bought them, bought into them before the ALCS. The price wasn't that big though, so I was like, eh, I can just put some money down. I could have won, but but anyway, no, Rangers. See, I'm with, I'm against you on this. I think the Diamondbacks are going to okay. win this series. I like their pitching. Their bullpen is a lot better than the Rangers sure, for one thing. Sure. But no, the, to, the Diamondbacks and win. They're in. plus one forty-five. Yeah, and they robbed the bank. I mean, they went in and literally robbed the bank and took it right. I mean, everybody on the planet thought the Phillies were going well, to the World first Series. First of all, do you know who's responsible for the Diamondbacks being in the World Series? Um, 
Was it Zach Gallon that hit a bird in the outfield this year? Because I was I was also looking at that on Twitter. Did you know it was 2001 when Randy Johnson oh, hit, yeah. that, hit oh, the yeah. bird, right? He killed it. The and, that, and they won the World Series that year. This yeah. year it happened, I think, when they were playing the Mets. Well, I was thinking they killed more that there was a particular play. And I, I'm sorry, I'm not a Cubs guy, so I don't remember uh, the player. There was a play at the end of like the Braves-Cubs game. The dude misses the catch, and they say if he would have caught that ball, the, the Cubs would have made the playoffs, and the Diamondbacks would not have made, made the playoffs. That's why they were gonna. I should have put them in the you know the, the shed, but it's like months ago. But <laughs> the thing is, like the Diamondbacks are maybe they're the team of destiny, as you said last week. The Phillies, like this is a team that probably shouldn't be here, but they are, and they're, they're rolling it. They're rolling it. Yeah, they just I, I like the Diamondbacks. It's just it's crazy how momentum. They're the ninth lowest uh, payroll in baseball, by the way. The Diamondbacks. There you and go. Here we are in the World Series. So. There we go. So this you've got the schedule up. You've got game one is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow uh, Friday. Friday night. So it's Zach Gallen, uh, Nathan Avaldi's going to go for the Rangers, and then uh, I, which I think favors the the Rangers in that one, honestly. Mm-hmm. But game two is going to be Saturday. Game three is Monday. Obviously, we do this on Thursday. So then game four is on Tuesday. Game five is on Wednesday. So this series could be over before, could be over before we, we even back. yeah before we we'll get the next episode up. So hopefully uh, we get to game seven, which would be uh, Saturday, November fourth. So. Cross our fingers for baseball and more ratings, and yeah, because everybody yeah. thinks it's going to be a ratings, you know, just shit show. Oh, so. yeah, it'll be the lowest rated World Series in some time. Yeah. All right. All right, NFL, we're back, guys. We're going to talk the NFL, I promised you. I knew I'd tell you about it. That's why you're here. So, NFL, we're going to do the recap first and go into the picks this week. So, week seven. Dude, home teams again, man. Home cooking. Nine and four this week. They kicked butt. But how about this? The dogs, they were barking. They were barking. I hope you took some money lines. I did. <laughs> Nine and four this week for the dogs. I won at least I won the Pittsburgh one, the Bears, the Giants. I had a great week in terms of the money lines. Yeah. No, I uh, I think I had Seattle, and then I think I had – no, I think I did ride with you Pittsburgh as well because yeah, they played the Rams. Yeah. yeah, so that was the two that I put that. Yeah, we stayed away. I didn't get to watch too much of it. We were too busy playing yeah, softball. We were busy playing. Yeah, you, we were, But you were, you were watching. You're oh, like, yeah, there he is. He's like at shortstop. <laughs> He's like, let me see. Oh, Wags, they just scored. I'm like, what game? All of them. <laughs> Every single one. And then the unders were 8-5 for the season, 58.5%. On the season at unders, yeah, that's, just, that's winning money. That's bad football, in my opinion. <laughs> no, we're not here to. No one roots for. It's like I said, life is too short to bet the under. If you learn anything well, from this podcast, that's what you should take away it's, from it. But it's never under until it's over. And that's fair. Well, and the home dog or the home teams too that are giving up more than a touchdown are uh-huh. um, actually twenty-eight and nine this year to start the season against the spread. And that's, that's thir- awesome. they've won thirteen in a row. And obviously, the last one in that scenario was the uh, this weekend Bills with the Patriots crazy. over the Bills. So that is crazy. We'll see. I don't know what happened. But again, let's let's say it again. The spread's not mattering, guys. One game out of six out of I guess it was thirteen last week. My bad, my math's bad. Uh, one out of thirteen last week. Only eleven on the season have mattered. So pick the winner. That's what I always tell you. In the big contest, we uh, actually I went three and two, which is you know not bad, sixty percent for the week. But more importantly, the pack is coming back, baby. We are moving up. We're up to four hundred eightieth place overall. Still two hundred thirty sixth in the second quarter. But now we've actually gained a, a full pick on the on the money, so to speak. They're at 67%, 67.1%. We're at 60% right. at 21 to, 40, uh, 21 to 14. The leader was at like 80% the week before. Now they're at 757 I don't know if we'll catch them because they're a full, like, you know, whatever, six points ahead of us or five points ahead of us, five and a half. But, hey, we got a shot, and there's two more weeks in this quarter. I don't know if we can get all the way up there at 10 and 5 because I think the top guys are only have one loss, but... Mm-hmm. 
We'll keep oh pushing. Good God. I know, I know, it's amazing. That's tough. So we came out of the gates, did not follow Coop's uh, uh, advice on the Ravens. Uh, they obviously <laughs> took out for Jared Goff. The cover machine became a, a crap machine. They got destroyed. Now, early in the season, everybody was talking about this Todd Munkin offense, and maybe it's finally you know getting traction. Uh, Odell Beckham came back. You know, he's playing a little better. They just completely scored on their first four drives, the touchdowns, by the oh, way. Yeah. And um, obviously, I lost that. But I will tell you, as a result of this game, I bought Lamar Jackson MVP future at plus 700. Mm. And I also bought the Ravens plus 1,200 to win the Super Bowl. Um, by the way, they won 38 to 6. Yeah, and they uh, they just dominated every. I mean, the game was over really quickly. It was like 21 nothing before nope. anybody could even blink. So. I, I just, you know, I, I kind of feel like a genius and I kind of feel like a jackass all at the same time because I told you back in August <laughs> that the Ravens were going to be really good this year. and well, get they back on. They still, I mean, they arguably could still be undefeated. I mean, it, the team looks like, and it, they it's look scary. Tough. They look, they can dominate either side of the ball. It so. is very tough. The thing is, is that Lamar has to stay healthy. That's it. The last two years when he hasn't stayed healthy. You can say that about every team with of a good course. quarterback. Of you know course. What I mean? You so, and Brock Purdy? Yeah, I mean, you could say that with the if the Chiefs <laughs> lost Patrick Mahomes, well, right? I mean, you could say about any court. Like if the Jaguars cool. lose, you know, Trevor Lawrence yeah. and so on and so forth. So to argue that oh, they could be bad if so and so. I know, but in the last couple of years, like two years ago, they lost like eight straight when he was out. You know what I mean? So that's if, why. If anything, it just shows your MVP thing should be a little stronger because when he doesn't play, I, they are way below. Well, I agree. Much. I was surprised it was seven hundred. I thought it was a little bit higher. It'd be higher at the time, but you know, we'll see what happens. I got a good number. Uh, we already talked about the Bills getting destroyed, not destroyed. They actually were getting beat pretty bad in this game by 13 points, I think, at one time. Yeah. And then they came back to take the lead, <laughs> and then they let the great Mac Jones go yeah. full field and, guy. and get the touch of my guy. Uh, and Bill got finally got his 300th win, so the Bills were eight and a half point favorites. They lost outright, 29 to 25. That game-winning touchdown drive went. Did it go to your guy Hunter Henry or something? No, it else? went to Mike Kosicki because oh, right. they grittied their way out of the end zone. That's right. Yeah, that beautiful gritty of theirs. So there you go. yeah. And then I mentioned the Giants winning. This was I was on this a lot. I didn't, you know, we had to kind of talk about a lot of picks, but <laughs> I got action out of this one. Tyron Taylor, dude, he's playing good. He played, you know, mistake-free ball again. Uh, they had a fumble late in this game. This game was really it was 14-7. They won the game, but they scored both touchdowns in the first half for the first time getting a first-half touchdown in several weeks. But the defense is playing much better, and Washington didn't look great. Uh, they had one good drive at the end of the game, and and uh, they had a chance to tie it, I guess, in the last bit, but they fell short. Yeah, to your point, like you said, you know, Tyrod Taylor's playing well. He's not turning the ball over. And they didn't have a debacle at the goal line at nope. halftime, so that's good. That step in the right direction. Brian Dable didn't have to scream at anybody. It didn't his look like so. His face was crazy. He looks like he's going to have an aneurysm. He gets so red. Like, he gets redder than Andy Reid does, and I didn't think that was really possible <laughs> because he, he looks like Santa out there. But... He does. He does. Uh, but no, I mean, the, the Giants go, just goes to show their defense. I mean, I, it was a joke in the beginning of the year. Obviously, they're playing Sam Howell. And, yeah. And uh, did you see John, uh, Jonathan Allen after the game? Oh, yeah. Like he's, he's sick oh, and yeah. tired of that he's shit or whatever it is. So, uh, new ownership obviously isn't going well, or, you know, we might see some changes there. But yeah, no, they didn't beat themselves. They got a big game against the Jets this week. So they we'll do. see what happens. Yeah. yeah. A home game for both teams. Can't hold anything back. That's right. So, Seattle, <laughs> we talked about them a little bit last week. Uh, we did take them in the contest. Mainly because, as we kind of been talking about, Arizona's a team to fade right now. It's a little sad, my early my early team. But I will tell you, the Seattle did everything they could to lose this game. They gave they had three turnovers <laughs> uh, in this game, especially in the plus territory. They were able to get the number. I was sweating this one. It was you know they got a field goal late to get the twenty to ten win and cover the seven and a half because they were just sitting on that seven 
I mean, and Arizona doesn't score in the second half anymore. It's like they score early in the first half, and they're like, guess what, guys? Yep. No more run. No more passing. We're just going to hand the ball off and throw it short, you know? So Seattle gets the cover. That was maybe a little lucky for us on our part. Yeah. Well, and if you also remember, somebody on this podcast, I think, picked Seattle to win the NFC West. So I know you did that. Well, well it might work out with yeah. injuries. We'll see what happens. Uh, what about this game? I don't want to rub this one in, but uh, <laughs> okay. Philadelphia played Miami. We had a little back and forth on Instagram for a minute, but... Look, this one played out the way I kind of saw it. It was a little bit physical game by Philly. Uh, the Eagles you know, really kind of took Miami out of their, their offense and their rhythm. Give the, the Dolphins credit. They played really good defense. They got two big turnovers. One was a fumble that led to a field goal. The other was a pick six. Otherwise, they really didn't muster much offense. Uh, you know, they lost the game 31-17. It was closer than that. It was like really 31, you know, it was what, 24-17 a lot, and they got that late score. But uh, Philly, you know, they – took care of business and the birds got the win in, in uh, Philly. Yeah, I would say that Raheem Mostert ran the wrong route three times and that cost the Dolphins 14 points. <laughs> oh, so wow. if you watch the Darius Slay interception, which kind of changed the, mm-hmm. uh, the changed momentum of the game for sure. sure. I think that was a big play, obviously. But Raheem Mostert is, yeah, really, literally the only reason why just Darius Slay was looking back is because Raheem and, Mostert is on the And so. on the let's ban the tush push. Uh, no, I mean, I don't really mind it. If anything, I feel bad for Jason Kelsey because oh, that guy's got to have like a car on him. Yeah, he's got to have just the old rugby scrub. But I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm against it. I mean, yeah, it is kind of redundant, but I don't know. I mean, they do it well, and obviously it can't be implemented or, in, you know. Uh, yeah, they, I don't know. There was discussion about it. It's like you can't, it you, you can't, you know, push somebody else who does, I don't know, whatever. That, we'll see. They'll like legislate it in the offseason, no. I'm sure. But the, the Eagles had zero penalties and the Dolphins had 10. So, yeah, were, uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to beat the the Eagles and the refs at the same true. time. So, that's true. well, we'll see. They, they got a they, chance to. They did back. play well. They had a chance. I think they had a chance to be in that game. I think the the score is obviously one thing, but mm-hmm. I think the momentum swing. You know, if the ball bounces one way or the other, Tua didn't play that bad. I think, in my opinion, no. a couple backup linemen and. Uh, yep. You know, it's just good that you know they look competent and they they look like like Mike McDaniel is building in the right direction. So they don't look like those Dolphins. These are a new Dolphins. Okay. So even though it's a loss, we're still. All right. Optimistic. We're getting Jeff Wilson Jr. back, so hopefully yeah. we get a running He's back that physical. runs the right. Well, he runs the right routes and pass, so that, that'll right. help. I do. Okay, so then a couple other games. <laughs> uh, you went with the Bucks, I believe, uh, over Atlanta. Could be yeah. wrong there. Don't always pick against Jimmy Wax. Atlanta was the right side in this one. They was actually it? played pretty well in this one. Desmond Ritter is looking better. The problem is, hang on to the football if you're going in to score because he fumbled at the one yard line this game. Otherwise, it'd have been a bigger advantage. I don't know that the, the Bucks train where they're going to kick off already in a couple minutes. I think it's kind of running running aground here, but they they did win only sixteen to thirteen in Atlanta. You know, Young Way Koo is like Mister Clutch game winning field goal because they never try to push down the field. But, yeah, um, without but, him, they would be two and five. Exactly. Instead of what four and three. Or four or, and three. Yeah. yeah, they would they would definitely be two and five without Koo. Hey, AFC South tickets still back to yeah. <laughs> AFC or NFC? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I will see. I don't know. I that's just. I, I have no words to say about Atlanta. I don't know how they're winning games, and I hope they don't make the playoffs. They're going to be so boring to oh, watch. Oh, well, they'll make the playoffs. It's going to be it's going to be so boring to watch. So I just yeah, okay, it's hard to get, watch. They'll get nuked by somebody. Hard to watch them play something. football. It's tough. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Last one we mentioned the Pittsburgh. We both got Pittsburgh right on this one. You know, it's funny. First of all, Tomlin hasn't lost out of a bye for like since like whatever seven years now that he's covered that he's won the game out of the bye. That's just his thing. But also, the Steelers' offense is really weird. They don't score much in the first half, and then the late, late in the game, they open up the playbook. So Canada did do better, but they had to get 21 fourth-quarter points to, to make this happen. 
I noted that Deontay Johnson did seem to make the offense a little bit better. Maybe that helps kind of the short intermediate throws that uh, Pickett needs or Pickens to Pickett needs to play and then opens the game up for Pickens. So they won the game 24-17 in this one. Uh, and they actually controlled the line of scrimmage a little better, mm -hmm. which obviously helps in the long run. They could run the football, you know. So Pittsburgh's coming around. You know, we had some bad – we had some uh, maybe indigestion in our bellies in the beginning of the season Ooh. when we're talking about Well, we'll them. talk about them this week. They're yeah. probably beloved Jags. I mean, it's like, it's like two children. Who am I going to choose? <laughs> yeah, right. Your prince and your ugly stepchild. So – but no, well, uh, the Pittsburgh's coming around. I think uh, if they can stay healthy, obviously that defense is always going to keep them in the game. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, okay, week eight preview. We'll talk about injuries first and then the lines. Uh, first of all, the Bills, these injuries continue. It sucks. Dawson Knox hurt his wrist. He's going to be out for a while, not immediately, but not, not for like, you know, he, and he might be an IR for, like, for four weeks, but that sucks because I really like that player, but also that two tight end set. It's not possible. They, they, the second tight end's also out. All they've got is Kincaid. So they're probably going to have to do three wide receiver sets now, back to last year's offense. Yeah, you could do more of a uh, Shakir was a was a nice mm -hmm. little flex tonight. Like if you're it. looking for a for is a that touchdown your prop, is that maybe your... I thought about it. I you know I dabbled with that idea. Yeah, it might be teasing the folks at home, but uh, no, I definitely. I mean, they might run the ball a little bit more too. You might see more of the zone scheme. So, uh, but I think with the the Bucks defense is still a little banged up in the secondary, mm -hmm. so it could definitely be a Josh Allen night as well. It's always a Josh Allen night. He's got to do it right. But 49ers continue to have some issues. They played Monday night. We didn't mention that. They lost uh, outright in the game to Minnesota. I did hit yeah. Jordan Addison, first touchdown prop. Yeah, Remember? yeah you did. I should have done the two-touchdown prop. You should have, That yeah. one play was awesome. You could have doubled it. But apparently Brock Purdy had a concussion. I mean, he never came out of the game. No, I don't remember but he did get out. he did get whacked in QB sneak or whatever. I remember seeing it live in the game, and I remember he got, yeah, it was like, wow, he got really popped. Yeah, I'm like, where's the, where's the independent neurologist yeah. pulling off the field? So he's actually in the protocol it's very likely that Darnold's going to start this game, and that's yeah. why the lines come down. So that's key. We'll talk about that in a minute. Debo looks like he's going to miss the game as well. Trent Williams, he's, I don't know if he's practicing or not. So that's you got to watch that because I will say he's trending to be out. Minnesota was season. like, I thought their defense sucked, and they didn't have their best pass rusher. They were getting after Purdy like crazy. Yeah. So look out with Trent Williams out there. It's a big difference for that line. Uh, Giants, I don't know. Why would you go back to Daniel Jones? I already might start this week. He's not on the injury report. Why don't you just stick with Tyrod? They're winning. They're playing better. Because they're paying him $40 million. God, why did he do that? <laughs> anyway, uh, Justin Fields is out again, so you get the Badgen, the Badgen Express goes out there. <laughs> is that his nickname? <laughs> I just oh, okay, you made it up. All right, I was like, is that his nickname? Like, that's, okay. <laughs> and then uh, it looks like Jimmy G is slated to play this week for the Raiders, so they keep, that's Monday Night Football. Okay. His back's going to be okay. <laughs> what about the Browns? Watson. Wow, this is a joke. So in the game, we didn't talk about that. In game, he gets knocked out in like the first quarter, which, mind you, I started him in fantasy. Nice. Um, but he's out again. It's a little confusing. I guess he's out because he got hurt in the game. But I don't know. This dude just doesn't want to play, man. I'm not saying he's not hurt right now, but it's just weird. And then PJ Walker's in again. But more importantly, Jerome Ford is out. He hurt his ankle really badly. And in Kareem Hunt, he didn't practice. He's supposed to play, but he's going to be dinged up. It's not the same Browns we saw a couple weeks ago. No, but they're still, I mean, they still won. They're winning games. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I guess the rumor was when he got misdiagnosed that he had a, a shoulder sprain or something like that. And they tried to bring him back too quickly or something along those lines. Mm. So okay. we'll see with that. But they're stuck. There's, yeah. they, they can't oh, do yeah. anything with that contract. So he's either going <laughs> to sit there and rot or he's going to have to play. So 
It's just uh, PJ Walker didn't look bad against the Colts no, though. So if they can, they're as long as their offensive line is intact, I feel like they could they have a chance to win games with that defense. You mm-hmm. Just can't beat themselves. Playing Seattle, we'll so, talk about that in a minute. They're like a are they a poor man's Jets or are they a rich man's <laughs> Jets? Would you say? Uh, well, the defense is better than the Jets, so maybe the Jets are a poor man's Browns. Okay. Just to fly, I feel like I feel like they're very car- close carbon copies. Of they each are other. very close, very close. All right, so then we've got the Chiefs. They lost linebacker Nick Bolton, who's really good on defense. He he broke his wrist, so he's out at least you know for several weeks. It's too bad. Their defense is still pretty good. I mentioned also the Rams last week. They missed the two running backs, the two top guys, and it seemed to matter against the Steelers. But those guys are back up on IR now. And how about the Titans? Are they really going to start Will Levis? I heard Tannehill's going to be, he's not practicing, he's questionable, but I heard he's not going to play. So it's either going to be Will, Will Levis or Malik Willis, or get this, both of them at the same time. I guess they're both going to play in this game. It's going to be like a high school team. Hey, we're running the, we're going to run this play. Let's run this play. I mean, isn't that, the other team's going to figure that out, right? No, because, I mean, if, if the Titans can't even figure it out, how's the other team going to figure it out? So I kind of like the strategy by, yeah. Ray, you know, by Brable. You know, we're going to bold confuse, strategy, Kyle. We're going to confuse them by confusing ourselves. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. It's kind of genius in a way. Yeah. I feel like you're, Mike McDaniel would approve of it, honestly. Well, sure, sure, if you do these guys <laughs> in any kind of skills. Let's go on the lines now, Coop. We've got tonight's game is, is obviously just about to kick off. Tampa Bay against Buffalo. Uh, it's nine and a half. Actually, the last time I saw it was 10 for Buffalo. Big number. At home, 43.5 point total. You've got 65 in clear skies. It's a beautiful night in Buffalo. Look, in my contest is 8.5. I did pick Buffalo for all those people still listening, trying to get their last pick in my, my pool. I don't know. I don't feel great about them covering these big numbers. I mean, Tampa's not playing great, but Buffalo's defense is compromised. Up to 10 points? I don't know, dude. It's definitely it's more of a stay away, but I probably would take the Bucks again with 10 points, even though we know when the Bills win, they usually win big, except against the Giants. <laughs> Except against the Giants. That is minus 10, by the way. I'm looking yeah, at it right now. Online. I uh, ah, this one is a tough stay away because the, the biggest thing with me is that there is just there's a, like an all-pro or a like a key piece missing on that defense for Buffalo. Like literally every position group, yeah. whether it's D-line, linebacker, yeah. or mm-hmm. Tredavious White, or sure. you know whatever. So every level, I can see Mike Williams having a big night. I can see Chris Godwin having a big night. I can see all my you Mike know, Evans. Yeah, hold your breath. What did I say? Williams. Oh, did I say okay. Mike? Yeah. Well, he's hurt. Shout out to him. <laughs> hopefully, he's doing well. But yeah, no, Mike Evans. Did you get um, the fruit basket? Yes, exactly. Um, hopefully, you know, it could be a Mike Evans night. It mm-hmm. could be a Chris Godwin night, and you know, hold your breath. Maybe the Buccaneers maybe run the ball tonight. You never know could be the first time since before Brady was even there but um, that's right I think this is a classic stay away I would definitely take the over here I think this is definitely it's only 43 and a half which I yeah I could see them being at 20 that you know halfway there if not at halftime you know I did I mean? do Gabe so, Davis first touchdown probably. oh did you really yeah, okay yeah. only 750 I think plus 750 okay which is kind of low I was like I thought it'd be like I wonder what Kincaid yeah I wonder what Kincaid is that that might be thousand, that one's probably another popular one or uh, Kate Otten he could be another that's your guy Kate Otten I'm waiting for him to hit and nice. to text me, hey, <laughs> I told you, boom, boom goes the dynamite. I only bet it 17 times. Yeah, that's my guy. So, well, let's go to the next game you mentioned already. The Jets are, are going to the Giants, <laughs> meaning the field will say Giants, but it's a home game for both teams. Uh, so, the Jets are three point favorites at this neutral site. Uh, 36 and a half point total. You got some showers, 40 to 60 percent showers, but a nice warm one, 61. Look, on the first cut. I like the Jets in this game. I do think the Giants are playing much better. I like that a lot better when it was two and a half, though. Three full field goal. Mm. The only thing is they're coming out of the bye. The Jets, hopefully, with their offense will be a little bit better and a little bit healthier on defense. 
So if I took a side, I'm going to take the Jets, but I don't feel great about it. I like the Jets because the Giants stink at home. That's <laughs> not like they just they don't play well at home. Well, it could be kind of a road game. Just... I guess it could be. And I guess if Tyrod, T- if Danny, if Daniel Jones is playing, I am riding with the Jets. I can see the Jets. The, the line Didn't scrimmage. Didn't the Giants win last week at home? The they yeah, but that's not with Daniel Jones. It's totally different oh, team oh, with Daniel oh, Jones oh, at home. Good yeah, point. Yeah. Good so point. Um, you know, Danny Jones is a good quarterback on the road. He loves being away from MetLife, not in MetLife. But uh, no, I like the Jets here too. I think the difference is going to be their line play. Yeah. I think their defensive line is going to be able to control the game. Um, I, the 36 and a half point total that is just so low I have no idea what to do with that that just that looks like a trap number honestly so let's talk about the Giants defending Brees Hall because it's not really about Wilson can they stop the run I mean they did pretty well last week against yeah, Brian Robinson they did you would, I mean you would argue that's it's going to be it's the gonna weather's going to dictate game. the I feel like the weather's going to lead to that as well with the rain so yeah. I mean I, I, look in general 36 and a half you usually want to go over a total like that but yeah yeah, so okay. We're both a defensive touchdown very, very easily gets you to the over here. Yeah, the so. slop. It's going to yeah. be a slop. All right, so now we've got Houston coming off the bye, playing at Carolina. Carolina also off the bye, actually. Uh, so Houston's a three point favorite on the road, 43.5 point total. 84 and sunny. It sounds beautiful in Carolina. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say a very unpopular pick. It's not in my top five, by the way, but Carolina has sucked. We all know they've sucked. They haven't won a game. I don't know if you knew that. Wow. But they're switching over play calling duties away from Frank Reich finally to the actual offensive coordinator. I think they're going to play better this week. Okay. Even though Houston's been my darling, you know that I'm, I'm like on board with Houston. Yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to lose this game. This is my this is my money line pick of the week. Uh, this is your underdog, Jim mm-hmm. Jim Jimmy Wags, Jimbo Wags. Dogs are barking. You know Zach Suter, uh, Rainmaker. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's always sending me the dog oh, the, dog video, like the, the memes. The memes, the gifts. like yeah. the, the gifts are like first it's a little poodle, then then a couple in, and he's got the Doberman. <laughs> yeah, I think he was the one sending him the Thursday night game for the Bears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, he yeah. was. Mid, mid, I'm like, you're actually on the podcast. Right? Yeah, mid game. <laughs> yeah, so I I think Carolina's got a good shot in this one, so I would I would favor the. I and I struggled with this. The one thing I came back to is that Damian Pierce hasn't had like his game yet, True. and I think this could be a good good opportunity for Houston to establish the run. You said you know, the small Carolina you know, front. Yeah, CJ Stroud's obviously played well this mm-hmm. year, but I think this could be, like I said, the Damian Pierce party. They they come out and, and control a line of scrimmage, you know, dominate the game. I, I like them to win. I like them to cover. I actually like the under here. I okay. think this is going to be a defensive battle. It's going to be like a, a 17-10, 17-14 game. It's a good point. You know, CJ Stroud against Bryce Young in this one. It's a nice, yeah. This is an interesting matchup. Why is this on Monday Night Football? Because <laughs> we've got Jared Goff. <laughs> duh. I know. I know. Okay, so the, the next game, machine. yeah, the cover machine, is the Rams are going to Dallas. Uh, Dallas is a six-point favorite home, 45-point 45 45 total. Uh, well, let me put a couple things for In the contest, it's six and a half, by the way, so Circa's anticipating the bet, you know, bets to go to Dallas's way. And I'm on board with that because Dallas at home is a different team, really good in Jerry's world, and I think the Rams are trending in the wrong way. So I'm all over Dallas in this one. I feel like I'm, a, I feel like I'm you. Come on, let's go, favorites. Minus six and a half. Let's go. Man, this one's tough. Sorry, I had a piece of ice yeah, stuck okay. in my mouth. I think okay. <laughs> no, I, was, I didn't want to start coughing. But um, <laughs> no, I, this one's tough. I okay. I keep struggling with the Rams. I mm-hmm. I almost I think I think they're a good team. They have the coach when Matt Stafford's not pressured. You're right. He's really good. When he gets pressured, he's really bad. So it's it comes down to, okay, if the, the team they're playing is going to be able to bully their offensive line, he's not going to be very good. And if they don't bully Cowboys, them, yeah, it'll be fine. So it, on paper, this is probably arguably one of the worst matchups for him. Yep. 
So I, I would probably ride Dallas to your point. They are better than Jerry's. Well, they're like, what, 21 and like four in the last 25 yeah, and Jerry's one. They don't lose, they lose the 49ers there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I'm with you. I think you've got to ride Dallas. They're, I think they're the healthier of the two squads, mm-hmm. too. Like you said, they're not going to have running backs uh, for the for the Rams. Who is – is it Cam? No, it's uh, – I don't know who it is. Miles Gaskin, maybe? No, they brought Royce Freeman. Ah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah they, they brought guys they, – they brought two new guys in. Yeah, they brought in Miles Gaskin and Royce Freeman. They they said the Zach, whatever his name is, Zach what, Zach Brown, Zach Johnson, I don't know something like that. Yeah, I, I picked him up. They're like, oh, his projection dropped. What happened? And I got benched. So, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, okay, so the next one, Minnesota at Green Bay. Ah. you know, NFC North here. So we've got uh, this says Green Bay minus one. I don't think that's right. Is that right? Are they favored? Favorite I thought it was the other way around. Uh, Minnesota's minus one and a half. Okay, okay. So I mislabeled it. Maybe I put it in. So this has been hovering around that one, you know, pick them. In the contest, it's actually a pick them. Wow. So that's why Jimmy Weggs is all over Minnesota in this one. I know it's weird. I don't like rooting for Minnesota, but I've done it two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, look, they kind of show me something. I, I don't understand this team because I thought they were going to tank. Yeah. Aren't you guys going to tank? Now they're talking about maybe we're going to get Derrick Henry. Wait, wait, slow down here. But the truth of the matter is they're still not they're still not out of the mix. If they beat Green Bay here, they can still make the playoffs. And Green Bay, let's face it, I can't face I can't back them anymore, man. Denver, they they couldn't beat Denver. Yeah. God, it was the same bullshit. Jordan Love, I know you hate him. Uh, threw another <laughs> pick. I like hate is a strong word. Let's but... let's do this again. Oh, another pick on the the final drive. This is this is what he does every week. So yeah. I can understand if you want to take the dog as Lambeau is a great place to play, but I think Minnesota's going to win this game. Obviously, in our contest, it's a pick. It's they're, they're favored by one right now, forty-one and a half point total. I think it's also an under game. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I actually agree with everything that you just said, which doesn't happen very wow, very regularly on this on. podcast. Yeah, I know this well, is it's getting, a favorite-ish guy. This is getting weird. So everybody at home, if you're wanting to, if you want your mortal lock of the weekend, take the Packers because I, I think the Minis- I think Minnesota is going to win this game too. <laughs> Uh, you know, there, I I think there's a coaching mismatch. Mm-hmm. I think there is a trust mis, uh, mismatch at quarterback. Sure. Um, Jordan Love, I think all the criticize is earned. He's been there for three years. Like you can't say he's really a young rookie quarterback anymore. Right. I mean, not maybe you could say he's young, but he's been there for three years. You get to watch Aaron for a minute. So the fact that they still look pedestrian on offense, it looks like they're almost like holding him back and like keeping him kind of. Like it, you know, on well, training wheels the for metaphor. First metaphoric half, they purposes. don't score. They never score in the first half. What no. the hell are they doing in the second half? Oh, let's run some plays. Like right. I don't know what Lafleur is doing. I mean, admittedly, Aaron Jones, of course, his health is important. Last week he was on a pitch count, yeah. so that did hurt them. When he was when he was playing, I'm like, oh my god, they're moving the ball. Right. Take him out. Look, I like what's the other dude, Dylan, but he's like a beast. He's like a he's like a plotter. He needs some quickness in that line, and um, I'm with it, man. So. Uh, there you go. Yeah. The, the lock of the week is there the opposite is. pick. Yeah, so it's the Packers. <laughs> so then the next game we got New Orleans at Indy. This is another one that's hovering around that, you know, obviously minus one, plus one, wherever it is. Right now, Indy is favored by a half a point, uh, 43 and a half point total. Weird spot. This is this is the Jimmy White stay away of the week. Uh, <sighs> sorry, guys. I don't know. Like, Indy kind of baffled me last week in, in to Action's defense, even though he's a homer for the Colts. He was all over the Colts, and they did cover that game against the, uh, the Browns. I don't like Minshew, but New Orleans shows me every week that they can't play very well. So if it's a coin flip game, if I had to pick it, maybe I'd take Indy, but I just stay away from this game. Put it on the side, 
Hopefully it's not in the bar when I go. I don't want to see this game at all. It's horrible. So that's a great color matchup. What do you mean? Oh Jesus. Okay, yeah. what does the color matchup tell us? What do you mean? It's gonna be a great color matchup. I, I think I'm with you. I think I'd ride with the Colts. I think I almost trust Gardner Minshew more than I trust Derek Carr yeah, at this probably. point. I think that and I think the line play um, is actually favors the Colts. I could see I think on both sides of the ball, their their offensive line is you know, obviously it's not what it used to be, but I think it's you know, I think it's almost better than the Saints at this point. So right. Um, yeah, I can see the Colts. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor has been kind of getting worked back into the office or offense. Yeah, the office. He's if in you the will. office. Yeah, he's in the office. He's putting his reps in. I yep. wonder what he squats. But uh, you know, I, I like the Colts at home. They got blue. He's going to be throwing the ball. You know, from like the third. Well, what did you think about those unis last week? Ah, uh, no, yeah, that's right. The all blacks. The dark. I, I still think they need to go either with black. Well, they, they went all black with the blue helmet. Oh. And they need to either go all black with the black helmet. Where or they need this go color? All black it has never been in their color family. What are we doing? Like, I don't Blue know. I don't know where the black came from. To be honest, we should let me get them on. They kind of look like the Titans or the Ravens <laughs> at the same time, and the Falcons all mixed together. That was terrible. Right. All right. So we've got New England going to Miami down south. You know, this is you know South Beach. Uh, Miami's a nine-point favorite, forty-five and a half point total. Oh, 83 and cloudy, 50% chance. Of, whoa, 17 mile an hour winds. Whoa. Yeah. This did move the total down from what I saw. Do you think Mac Jones can do it again against the mighty uh, Miami defense? I've taken the over. We, we've taken we, have the a over. we have a rule on this podcast. We, we take every Miami over. But it didn't go over last week, right? I don't know if it did or not. I think it was 48 right on the number, right? It, it might have been. Yeah, maybe 48 and a half or something. Yeah, something like Close. that. Yeah. What do you think? I, I mean, I like Miami in this one, but it is a big number for a division game, as I've always taught discussed. I just don't believe in Mac Jones. I know that, you know, we'll see what happens, but... Miami also, well, they didn't get embarrassed, but they, they're going to want to bounce back. But ten, nine points, God, it's too many points, dude. I got to stay away again. I think this defense is coming together. I think yeah. they're, and they've shown all year that they dominate the bad teams and then they, they struggle with the quote unquote yeah. good ones. So, yeah. you know, I, this is obviously another bad team. Hey, so, hey, hey. Uh, you know, they're going to, I think this, I think you can feel comfortable taking Miami in a bounce back spot. Yeah. I think Jeff Wilson's going to have a good game. Uh, Miami's defense, I think, right now you could say is probably better than Buffalo's, just from a health standpoint. Sure, sure. Obviously, big ban- they say big banjo is just the most complicated system to learn on defense because everybody mm-hmm. moves after the snap. So, as we go along throughout the year, they should get better. get better. Yeah. Again, Jalen Ramsey is back at practice, so we'll see. Jalen Ramsey, Jaylen wow. Watch. Oh, and uh, Xavier Howard practiced. Okay, so that's better. That helps as well. But uh, I would feel comfortable taking Miami. I think this is their throwback game, so I think they're okay. going to wear the the old unis. I oh, hope. nice. So. Yeah, that's, that's your what, favorite. That's the word on the street. So yeah, we're gonna t- we would I, I would ride with Miami and take the over. Why not? Okay, there you go. So this All right. is the game of the weekend in my opinion, though. Right here. This one? Oh yeah. This is my two kids. This is the kids fighting in the backyard. You got Jacksonville against the Steelers at the Steelers. Jacksonville's two and a half point favorites on the road, forty one point total, eight mile an hour wind, sixty sixty four and rainy. Look. This is a tough one. I, you know, I love. First of all, I really love the Jags. I've got all these tickets. I got the Jags ticket, most wins, and they're still in the mix. But the Steelers. This is come on, dogs at home. Ugh, you gotta go with friggin' Tomlin, dude. You can't do it. You can't go against Tomlin. He's getting points at home. I know that the Jags are probably better, but I just see that, especially if it's raining, you're gonna see Trevor Lawrence turn the ball over twice and. He played great on Thursday, and he got extended rest for his knee. But yeah. I'm on I'm on the Steelers. Everybody's dogging the Steelers' offense. It does suck. Kenny Pickett does suck. We all know this. But from one way or another, this team just rallies when they're dogs. And I'll I'll take the two two and a half and Pittsburgh, one yeah. of my top five. Would you uh, Would you say this is a must win for Pittsburgh or a can't lose for Jacksonville? 
I don't think it's either. Okay. I mean, Jags are. I struggle ahead. with this. I think the Jags are what five and two. They're two games. No, because game. Pittsburgh's four and two. They had a bye. Or, right, right, right. Yeah. But the Jags are five and two. I know that uh, Houston's three and three. They've got a little bit of a cushion there, even though they lost to Houston head to head. Pittsburgh, look, AFC's tough. We all know this. Pittsburgh needs this game more than them. Of course they do, because the, the division's loaded. Right. That's and, fair. So, and we'll talk about the Bengals in a minute. You've got the Ravens are at five and two. So they're at four and two. The the Browns are four and three, right? Or they have a bye already? Um, no, they, I thought they had a bye. Didn't they just come off a bye? They're four and two. They're four and two. So <clears> they, okay. So in other words, Pittsburgh's got to keep winning. Right. Uh, Jags, Jacksonville can still win the division with losing. So Steelers need it more, but does that matter? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Pittsburgh's really struggled at home, and I think they, they had that first stat when they had when they lost to. San Francisco, uh, San Francisco the, yeah, the first week that they were uh, they were uh, September and October their winning mm-hmm. percentage was like fifty two percent and then from uh, November on they were like sixty eight percent or something yeah. like that so yeah. I, I think I'm gonna ride with Jacksonville this week okay. I really I think I'm switching on a pick that I made but no I'm, I know no, okay. I, I think I did I can't remember I did this in my mind but uh, yeah Jacksonville I think I'm gonna ride with Jacksonville this week I think I definitely get the better quarterback I think they yeah. can actually run the ball which can neutralize the pass rush. Yep. Um, Travis yeah. Etienne has scored two touchdowns, I think, in three straight games. So he's on the fantasy squad. Yeah, so yeah, he's probably carrying you right he now. Is. So uh, I got Trevor too, though. That's yeah, it's not a, that's not a good idea uh, to do that. But nice little stack. Them. I mean, yeah. it's not bad. But I think if, if we were to redraft fantasy, like right now, I mean, mm-hmm. Travis Etienne would probably be running back number two after yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So, but no, I, I'm riding with Jacksonville. Hopefully, they wear the the aquas or the teal on the road in Pittsburgh. I think that'd be nice with the, with the yellow terrible towel. Yeah. So, oh, good little contrast. Yeah. Or even if they went like old school Jacks. With like the gold helmet, you know. Oh, the gold ones, yeah. yeah with the yeah. black unis. Jacksonville's like got a lot of fun, like alternate. Well, yeah, because you know they got to sell something with that. Team. <laughs> well, they got to move it to London, and you that's know, right. it's all about the colors. That's right. All right, the next game is Atlanta at Tennessee. Uh, this one's an interesting matchup for a couple of reasons. We talked already about the quarterback situation for Tennessee, but obviously Arthur Smith was coaching with Tennessee and was the sledgehammer, you know, offense with uh, Derrick Henry. So we'll see how that works out. Atlantic enters as a three-point favorite on the road, 35.5-point total, super low. Looks like it's pretty good weather, though, 80s and, and overcast, 8-mile-an-hour eight winds. You know, on paper, I've got to take Atlanta here, uh, but this is this is the Jimmy Weggs. You know, I look at the metrics. Look at the metrics all day. Atlanta's a better team. Ritter's playing better. The defense is playing good for Atlanta. But to me, this is a Vrabel game. They're coming off the bye. He's going to have these crazy quarterbacks, and nobody knows what's going to happen. They're going to play an incredible game. It's going to be ugly football. The game's going to be 17 all going into the fourth quarter, and hopefully they win the game. So I would, it's I'm not picking in my top five, but I would take Tennessee plus the three. I am with you. I'm riding. With what Brable you're this taking week. a dog? Yeah, I'm taking Vrabel this week. I like the I like the mobile quarterback. I think they like to run the ball at their core, and okay. I think adding a mobile quarterback, whether it's Levis or Malik Willis, will will add a dimension to that run game because the. The rushing yards allowed Atlanta is one of the better teams. I think they only allow like 96 yards per game, but I also think they don't play a lot of mobile quarterbacks. I mean, they play True. a lot of passing quarterbacks. So sit in the pocket kind of guys like Derek Carr, you know, Baker yeah, Mayfield. It may be a fun game for, for Tennessee's offensive coordinator. Like, let's do some crazy stuff here. And, yeah. you know, Derek Henry is going to be dominating because that's what he's going to do. With a 35 and a half points, I could definitely see that over. I like, yeah, the, I like that over. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no weather really going to be involved. Yeah. So, yeah, I could definitely. Is that in a 4 o'clock window, by the way? No, it's a noon game. Still, it's a 1 o'clock game. So. By the way, we don't have to go on a total side. It's a long podcast. But why the hell is there no buys in week 8? I don't understand this. There's buys in week 14 in the fantasy playoffs, but there's no buys in week 8. Who the hell is making this damn schedule? It makes no sense. 
So that's why it's such a long slate. Yes, we're still in the one o'clock window. Uh, let's go to the last one o'clock game. Philadelphia at Washington, you know, a, uh, NFC East division, uh, division rival here. We know what happened a couple weeks ago. Philly was laying a pretty big number. I think it was eight and a half or something uh, at Washington or at home against Washington. Now they go to Washington. Philly is a seven point favorite on the road, 43 and a half point total. <sighs> I told you to take Washington last time when they played, but I can't do that in good conscience right now with, with Howell. They're not one of my top five picks, but I think Philadelphia is going to lay the wood on this one. Even though there's been a matchup problem with Washington for whatever reason, I think that there's some issues there in Washington. I said this on record. I'm, I'm not trying to put it out for Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, as they call him. I think he's going to get fired this year. I think this is he's starting to get the slide, and I think this game's going to be pretty bad. I think Philly's going to blow him out. Yeah, I think they're starting to be seen some. When you have a one of your leaders, your captain coming out saying he's tired of this shit. So yeah. I just definitely you can you usually don't see that. Yeah. You know, and especially There's right a tremor in the force. Right. So I think that's definitely a clear indication of what's going on behind the scenes. And um, you know, that and with the struggling offense, it doesn't help either because they they brought in Eric Bieniemy to not have a struggling offense. Right. So right. And uh, they scored seven points last week. So well, they can't definitely... score in the first half again. It's the same <laughs> shit. It's yeah. like some of these teams cannot score in the first half, and they have great second halves. It's the right. same thing every week. It's crazy to think that all the all the stuff that's supposed to be on script is in the first half. Right. And then the teams struggle with that, but then they get off script and it, it works out better. So that's mm -hmm. just, I think it just goes to show there's some people, just like any industry, some people are good at their jobs, some people kind of suck at their jobs. So, some people are good at improv improvisation. Yeah, some people are good at podcasting, some people are kind of like us, you know, it just it just, <laughs> exactly. it just happens sometimes. But right. uh, no, I'm with you. I, you know, I just, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I, I see Philly dominating the game. I think they're going to run the ball quite a bit. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is a little bit banged up, so I mm. think there's going to be yes. quite a, a you know a two-headed monster running back this week. I think you can play uh, Swift and uh, Gainwell. So nice. I think it's going to be a big, uh, big game down their throats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we finally get to the four o'clock window. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland is at Seattle. We've talked about the Cleveland issues. We've got PJ Walker on the road. Seattle's a three and a half point favorite at home, thirty-eight point total. This is a uh, what is it, fifty-three? Okay, you put the you switched up on me. This is fifty-three is a ten. And six mile an hour wind. So it's going to be a beautiful day in, yeah, in Seattle. Partly cloudy, oh yeah. Partly cloudy, of course. Uh, three and a half, hate the hook. Uh, I like Seattle in the <laughs> game, hate the hook. Um, you know, they always say, uh, what, you know, fans or Joes bet teams, pros bet numbers, is what they say. Uh, you tell me. Yeah. You hang well, out I'm not really a pro, but three and a half is a terrible number. I don't care who they're playing, especially at home. Uh, you know, you should be a bigger favorite or right on the three. Cleveland's defense, we know what they can do. Seattle's playing really good defense, too. So yeah. this is stay away number two for Jimmy Weggs because I'm not sure what the hell's happening in this game. Hmm. I like Cleveland with that number. I'm with you. Okay. I, like yeah, yeah. I like Cleveland. I like the defense. Um, though people think Geno isn't playing that well. Actually, a lot of the metrics are pretty right on par. They're just not scoring the touchdowns as much as they did last year. Right. So um, I think that's another reason why they're going to win the NFC West. I like Seattle to win, but I like Cleveland to cover that number. So you like that, yeah. You have yeah, three. Yeah. Win by three points. Yeah. You're, you're good. I do. Yeah, I, like, I think Cleveland or Seattle's going to win by three. It's probably going to be, you know, 27, 24. Okay. But I, I can see Cleveland hanging around. It's for a sure. big total, 51. It's yeah. over. It's an over. Yeah, I can see the, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's going to happen. That's not a guess. That's what it's going to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put that exact score in there. I, win, I like, hope it happens. Yeah, plus Please. 1,500 Please. or something. All right, here we go. So now we've got Baltimore at Arizona. Again, late window. Baltimore's an 8.5-point favorite on the road, 44-point total. Um, what am I going to say about this game? 
It's in my top five mainly because Baltimore, it's not even really about Baltimore, it's more about Arizona. Arizona's, we've kind of talked about it, they're giving it up, especially in the second half. So as long as Baltimore's not down by a score or two in the first half, they're going to roll in this game. I can see that Baltimore could take their foot off the gas pedal, not cover eight and a half. I think in the contest it's nine and a half, so that's, that's a big number to cover, but I believe that Baltimore can cover it if Seattle can cover it. I mean, haven't they covered? Arizona's now lost three or four against the spread. So I'm sticking with that trend. Maybe Ashton will agree with me. I like Baltimore in the contest, minus nine, minus nine and a half or eight and a half if you get it in the market. Yeah, I'm with you. Would you say Arizona's easy then since they're giving it up pretty pretty frequently? Is that what yeah, you would say? Okay. They're easy. That's okay. exactly what we were talking just, about before the podcast. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm, I like Baltimore. They're not, they're not easy. They're easy. They're, yeah, right. Well, you just you were the one that said they were giving it up, so I just wanted to make sure that I was following you correctly. Uh, yeah, no, I like Baltimore as well. I think they're going to get back to, like you said, Tom Munkin's offense. Lamar Jackson's been playing really well. I think this is going to be a game where he might actually get to sit the fourth quarter out. Right. Um, I just, it's going to, I would take Baltimore first. You say that, you know, Arizona's been pretty frisky in the first half. I would take them first. I would take Baltimore oh, first half even. Look at you. Um, getting out to a big toll. I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty sequel of what we saw last week against the Lions. Could so. Be. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think Arizona's gonna be too focused on the Diamondbacks. All that good mojo is with the Diamondbacks right now, That's true. And with the D-backs, and you know there can't be a whole city on. I mean, Arizona, yeah, Arizona can't have all the mojo. They can't. Yeah, have that's why Philly. Up. You can't have the Phillies and the Eagles. Right. Sorry, guys. Right. So I, I, everything in my loins tells me that Baltimore is gonna go with it. Your so loins. Okay. Yeah, they wouldn't steer me wrong. I tried to ignore that. Anyway, uh, Kansas City at Denver here. Uh, Kansas City's a seven and a half point favorite on the road at Denver. Forty-five and a half total. I heard, as you put, yeah, we there could breaking, be snow showers. Yeah, breaking moves, the first snow game of the year. Wow. Get excited. So does that change your handle? I mean, I, Kansas City's clearly the better team. Seven and a half. You know, last week I was worried about the, the Chargers, and they, they covered easily, meaning the Chiefs covered easily in that one. So Kansas City did give up some points early in, the, in that game against the Chargers. Denver is not the same offense, and we know how bad this defense is. So I can understand why you would back the Chiefs. I just... I can't do it. It's just too many points in a division game, bro. I just can't do you can't it, You can't do it. Wow. You just talk yourself into See, the problem is that you always find the reason why it won't work instead of the reason why it will work. And this I is am... why I'm going to take the Chiefs <laughs> okay. because it will work. They're used to the weather, so throw that out. They play in Kansas City. They play in the snow yeah. and the zero temperatures is, uh, and everything Taylor else. Swift going to be at the game? <clears throat> That's yet to be de- determined. I'm, I'm waiting for my sources to get back to me and let me know. Because apparently so. when, when she's there, you know, Kelsey has big games. Like, he's never <laughs> had big games before. Big yeah. Games. No, never. Never. Who's I, honestly Travis Kelsey was never was never relative or relevant until he started dating no, Taylor Swift. Right. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah, and who's that guy? Anyway, Best tight end did ever. he change his number? No. <laughs> anyway, I almost forgot who he was. I knew his brother better, but yeah. uh, no, I'm with I'm with Casey. I I think mm-hmm. they're gonna really establish it. What they've beaten Denver like what 17 times in a row as well. So yeah. I think it may get 18. Can you know oh, yeah, Andy Reid's gonna Andy Reid's gonna probably have a nice burger yeah. after after the after the game. Maybe an elk <laughs> burger out there in Colorado, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice evening for Kansas City. Okay, and I'm not against you on that. I just for the for the five when I was looking at the best picks, I'm like I'm gonna take all these big favorites. No way. <laughs> okay, so here's. What I would say, game of the week, game of the year, part two. You, oh. you like the the Steelers game. I like this game, if everybody was healthy. Oh, okay. Cincinnati at San Francisco. This game opened up. I think it was actually San Francisco was like a six point favorite when I first. I I bet it at five and a half for the for the for the Bengals. Bengals yeah. Plus five and a half. Already got in the pocket. Nice. So it's down to three now in the market. Forty three and a half point total. 
uh, and the contest is three and a half, which is a little interesting. I'd be surprised if it gets bet up with Sam Darnold, but maybe that's just buyback on, on the Niners. Look, when you see those kind of movements, you have to identify why. One, we know it's Darnold, yes. I actually just watched the games. I'm looking at San Francisco. When I was in the game, I'm watching the game. I'm like, what happened to this team that just dominated the, the Cowboys? Is it just Debo? I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys hurt now, but they're not playing with the same energy on, on defense. They may do it in this game because the Bengals are a Super Bowl contender, but I do like the Bengals out of the bye too. So I would take them even at three and a half, which is a little tough for me um, given the situation, but I'm glad I have the five and a half in my pocket, but I'm also recommending three and a half as my top five. Has Joe Burrow beaten the 49ers? Yeah, has he beaten the Niners this year? I, I know they lost last year, right? Because they lost in overtime. Did they play them last year? Yeah, they was, haven't played them yet in his was, career. Yeah, oh yeah, they did. They've definitely 49ers? played them. Yeah, was it last year or the year before? But I, th- I almost oh, did think, they have like an extra game in the NFC? Yeah, I, th- I almost think that they, uh, they. I know they play an overtime game. I, I know Jimmy G was the quarterback. I just can't remember if it was oh, last year or the year right, previous. Right. Oh, by the way, to make oh, up for right. earlier, James in, Madison's bull, uh, is the Duke dog. Let's show mascot. the picture yeah, of that little guy. Adorable. So, cute Duke dog, cute dog. Yeah, to go back to our James. You know, you're right. They did play them in overtime. That, that's interesting. How did that game get scheduled? Because they they play the same division twice. They must have been. A, they played them in Cincinnati. I it was like that. a seventeenth game. They added the game. That's right. That might have been two years ago. Career record. Was it last year? Oh, is this great live podcast? Yeah, this is good. Good research <clears throat> we put together here. Yeah. Uh, so now he's zero and one. He's only played. This is the second career start against the 49ers. And that was two thousand one. So it was yeah. two seasons ago. Twenty twenty one. I remember that because when they were going to the Super Bowl. Right, they had a chance to play them again, but then the Rams won. Yeah, so but I, I, man, I struggled with this game too Mm because, but Bosa doesn't look the same either. I feel like he's kind of disappeared lately too. Did you see him? He's on the sideline. Yeah, and they were talking about the game. Now, when you watch the game, do you watch the main cast or the Manning cast? No, I watch the Manning cast. Oh, I love the Manning cast because they're talking about having special packages for when Bosa is out of the game. Bosa's off the field. Bosa's off the field. Go deep, and that's exactly what they did. I love that Kirk Cousins did that. You don't think that Joe Burrow's going to do that? The other thing is the defense. The Bengals' defense is playing really good. They are. Now, granted, they have a, a bye. Maybe they lose some luster. But are they going to run the ball against the Bengals? I don't think they are. Like, it's just so tough. And, and Sam Darnold, I mean, look, they could rally behind the backup, but it's different. It's not like it's it's Badgett or Purdy or some guy like last year when Purdy came in. We've got to lift this guy up. Sam Darnold was like a top three pick. I don't think he's that good, so I don't know. I'm all over Cincinnati, bro. Oh man, I. It's okay. You don't have to pick it. You can you can stay away. Yeah, so does <laughs> yeah the Jim the Jimbo Wake sit on the <laughs> sit on the bench game. Uh man, no, I'm riding with the 49ers. I think okay. Sam Donald's a little bit more. I like his mobility more than Brock Purdy's mobility. Okay. I think that could be a big difference. I think he could extend some drive. That's that's what I think is going to be the back breaking difference is whether Sam Donald can use his legs to extend drives mm-hmm. and keep you know those those field goal possessions or whatever they turn out to yes. be. Because I think that's going to be the big difference in the game is who puts the ball in the end zone more, no, obviously, sure. like every game. But uh, that red zone efficiency when it comes down to these big teams like this is always the difference. But the, the key matchup in this game is the 49ers defensive line against the Cincinnati offensive line. Joe Burrow's been getting hit every game. Yeah. If they can get to Burrow, they're going to stay in the game. But he's that magical power of getting healthier playing football. He does. Think about that. It's amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. He's had two weeks off. Yeah. Okay, but if we're against each other, that means one, that's one of your picks. But... Uh, let's go Sunday night football. Now this is, you know, we'll talk later what, what the plan are for the weekend, but I'm going to go to the four shadows, but I can't be there all goddamn day. <laughs> I mean, you got the bears coming on for Sunday night football. It's going to get, I mean, am I going to be there at noon and leave at 10? Uh, it's a Sunday. I mean, I do have a, a job, 
But anyway, the Bears are going to the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are eight and a half point favorites at home, 46 and a half point total. I've heard a lot of people say on the radio, this is a get right spot for the Chargers. And I understand why they would say that because the Bears aren't that good and the Bears are coming riding high after the last game. But this is the friggin' Chargers, everybody. They can't cover a number. Tell me when the last time they've covered a number like this. I don't care who they're playing. It's Bears or pass here, brother. They're not my top five. And I know it sounds like it's a homer pick, but the Chargers, they're just not right. They should be firing Staley, too. I don't know why they didn't fire him after last week, too. I yeah. thought he played terrible in the second half or coached terribly. So Bears or pass here, buddy. No, I, I and I tipper with you. So I, I would take the Chargers just because we're would. going against a Division two starting quarterback. And he did go for 162 yards last week. That's I right. think the uh, – I think the Chargers defense might actually have some luck. They've statistically been better this year against the run than they ever have been okay. in the past. So that gives me a little bit more hope Fair. and optimism um, for the Bears not to play as well. Obviously, Foreman played really well against uh, the Raiders last week. I just don't foresee that happening again, even though he's on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. So I, I see the Chargers as a good right, get right spot for them. I don't think the Bears defense is going to have... Well, is this going to be a home game for Chicago, by the way? Probably. Well, it probably is. I mean, so, I'm not going personally, but there's got to be more Bears <laughs> oh, fans than Charger fans. We were invited. We had to politely well, decline. One of my buddies, Aaron, he his buddies go on a trip every year. I'm assuming this is where they're going. I have to yeah. text him because they was like, hey, where are we going to go this year? You know, Nashville, whatever. I'm like, go to L.A. I mean, it'll be a lot of fun. You know? Yeah, the new stadium, too. They got fast turf out there for school, Ooh, so that's turf. definitely different. But no, I'm with the Chargers this week. I okay. think I think Eckler could have Eight a big a game. Fun. Yeah, I like it's a much better quarterback matchup, too. It is a big number, but if you're not – if, if you don't have, like, a little bit of anxiety in your belly, are you really living? Like, come on. So <laughs> What I will say is all these big numbers we're seeing this week, the eight and a half, the nine, the seven and a half, tease that down if you like the team. Just yeah. tease it down. Because why sweat it out? I know you yeah. want to sweat it out. You've got the hoodie on, but <laughs> but I mean, get it down to get it down to two and a half. Win by the field goal. No, don't worry about it. Just pair it up with a total that you like. And, yeah, pair it with a dog with the Mike Tomlin bar- Mike dog barking dog, of the yeah, week. Yeah. Dog barking. You can even parlay the Steelers with the Titans and get like the mega ultimate dog. What would that be like a Saint Bernard? Would you oh, say the Duke Duke dog? That was called. Yeah, the Duke the Duke dog. That was called the Bulldog, right? Yeah, but it's, it's no, the, Duke the Duke dog. dog. Yeah, Duke come dog. on. So look at that little guy. Anyway, anyway 1947. Uh, they're the Duke, so they're officially the James Madison Dukes. Oh, just for everybody Dukes. keeping like keeping score at home. My high school York Dukes. Yeah, we didn't have a dog though. Uh, okay, so Monday Night Football Raiders at Detroit. Detroit coming off the shellacking at the Ravens. Uh, they need to bounce back here. 46 point total. Um, you know, are we back to our guy covering numbers? Because eight and a half is a big number. Again, tease it down. But Raiders also got embarrassed and they quit. So here's the thing: what's going to give? Are the usually the bounce back situation is the team that got smashed is going to bounce back. Both teams got smashed. So what's going to happen in this game? I think Detroit's going to win the game. I'm putting it out there. If you do the stats, they're going to win and cover the game. I just. Eight and a half? God damn it. Why do we make it do this every time? It's like they know what they're doing. Exactly. They know they make it so hard for us. Why can't you let us win money? Vegas? Rivers? I roll the bones, I win money. Can't I win on the, the picks? Yeah, I just can't believe they make it that hard for you. You know, I just yeah. that's that's unheard of. So I guess what I'll do is I will I will have to lay it with Detroit. Eight just, and a half. Yeah, I'm with it's you. Terrible. I'm with you. Do you know why? I think you predicted the future. I think you predicted the future two weeks ago. I think this is the, the Jameer Gibbs game. <laughs> oh good, I finally. Think, I think this is Been your waiting game. for that. I think this is your uh, your your two touchdown. Remember that whole uh, Jordan Addison thing? I think oh, yeah. I think you well, might be on the first touchdown prop? And I think two touchdown, bro. Yeah, I think I think this is a double dipper. 
Yes, I think this is a weird game's double dipper game. So uh Dave Montgomery was I think I don't think he's questionable, but I think he's, he's probably doubtful at this point. He's probably not going to play. So I like Jameer Gibbs in this game. I'm with the Lions. I think they're going to cover. They're at home. They're a completely yep. different team playing at home in the Dome. Um, they, they got embarrassed. You talk about a team that should have probably been taken to the shed earlier in the, in the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Here, you so. Well, you should have put the Ravens in the Dub Club. I yeah. usually like the big groups. They, uh, they, okay. <laughs> they were flocking, you know? So... But no, I, I like the Lions here. The defense is, has got something to prove. I think this is obviously a get-right spot for them. And uh, yeah, I think, I think it can get ugly on Monday night. There hasn't been a lot of high-scoring Monday night games. This no. might be one of them, like where it's a big separation. We so. want to see right now. We're going to do the, we're gonna do the uh, two-touchdown prop thing. Doesn't it have it on here yet? Game touchdowns? Where's the TD? Oh, my God. No player it doesn't props. Even have it, it doesn't have the player props wow. yet. Wow. Those bastards. You need a better bookie. Exactly. I'm going to go to Circa right now. Yeah, so Reverse. much for that kind of sponsorship. I do want your fleece, though. <laughs> All right, let's go over my top five this week. I like Baltimore minus 9.5 on the road. That's in the contest. It's 8.5 right now in the market. Uh, you know, for That's at Arizona. Dallas minus 6.5 against the Rams at home. Minnesota had a pick. Again, in the market, they're actually a favorite by one. Pittsburgh plus two and a half at home against the Jags, and Cincinnati plus three and a half against the 49ers. I've noticed that I flipped on that last pick too. So my four. You're a flipper. Yeah, I'm a flipper. The more I think about it, but now I think when I did this, I was I was thinking more about the weather. But Are you drunk? Uh, no, actually, not at all. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday at like two o'clock. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a long week, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not drinking. It's five o'clock. I'm not drinking in the middle of the day, Jim. That would be it's five o'clock somewhere. Anyway. Uh, for the, my Beaver Nation four picks, uh, if you want to make money, just go against these. Uh, Detroit, oh, I'm taking uh, minus eight and a half. Um, we're going to ride with Tennessee this week. They're getting three points. That's my underdog of the week, uh, sponsored by uh, Jim Weggs. Yep. Uh, we're also going to ride with Houston at minus three, and then we're going to ride with Seattle at minus three and a half against okay. Cleveland. I don't, I don't mind these picks. They're, they're not bad. I mean, you know, you've got, I mean, they're against a couple of my picks, but I don't think it's a bad thing. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Yeah. That's we're going to enjoy the ride. We're yeah, going to have a smile week. on our face. You know, it's just been, we're just going to stick to college. You know, we're just going to, okay. we're going to stay in our lane. All right. Let's talk about the weekend. It's Halloween weekend. Chicago, you know, the, the opening of the of the dating season is St. Patrick's Day. The closing is Halloween. They're two carnivals. Okay. Or two, you know, festivals. That's there how it works around here? It is. Oh, I had no idea. This is a big weekend. Uh, so my costume is TBD. I did get some of the elements. Let's see if I can oh, pull it off. TBD. It's a little secret, but I'll, I'll put uh, some. I'll, you have to follow on Instagram, but I'll, I'll put it out there. Uh, you're saying, hey, I was not invited to Hags. I don't know what that is. So I'm going to Bryce's. I think I'm trying. To, I think we're trying to do both. Oh yeah, you yeah. should do both. I'm 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 a double dipper. So well, I'm going. I'm to a, def, I'm I a think I told you I'm going to a housewarming at seven o'clock. There is nice. no costumes allowed. Oh really? So I'm going to show up, go there for a while. It's not too far. I'm going to rush back here, change, and then go to Bryce's maybe like ten thirty. What are you changing into? No, to find out. Uh, I thought I could get you on that well, one. I meant, I meant that, um, so. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm actually going goth, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, fingernails and all. I thought you meant Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff. Yeah, actually, it was inspired by Jimmy Butler. So, when I, when I saw Jimmy Butler's media day, I was like, okay. oh, okay, I could definitely maybe rock yeah, it. Yeah, like that. some all black, you know, get it going. That. So, maybe some guy liner involved. So, we'll see what happens. But, uh, 
Yeah, we're going to check out Hags. We're doing breakfast Saturday morning. I don't know if you've ever been to the Honey Bear Cafe. Highly recommend it. That is actually nice. in Rogers Park. No matter oh. what Wags I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's Clark. Yeah. So, uh, big fan. And nice. then obviously, we have Hamlin Saturday, obviously. So, Some people do, play. A little, yeah. do a little volleyball. Yeah, I don't know. Why not? Why, you know? Hey, uh, November 18th, 19th, whenever that weekend, I'll be my back. First weekend back. Gotcha. Okay, well, we'll keep that in mind. Everybody, all the hundreds of thousands of people listen to us, make sure we well, keep I'm not going to Hamlin. Wags to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, why not? I don't play indoor, dude. Wow, that's tough. So then you got a boxing match here. Tyson yeah. Fury versus, how do you say that? Francis Ngannou. Ngannou. Yeah. You don't know Francis Ngannou? I don't know Francis, no. Oh, man. You should follow him on Instagram. Great follow. Is he? He's the, yeah, he was one of the UFC uh, heavyweight champions. Oh, good. Yeah, good. From, uh, I but he's a boxer. No, well, no, he's a UFC. He was a UFC fighter. Okay. But he's doing a boxing match with Tyson Fury. Oh, so it's kind of like a... It's kind of like you know, Thunder Lips versus Rocky. It's it's a, it's yeah. a thing. That, it's like a it's a spectacle. It's too big. Yeah, it's just two big heavyweight guys going. Yeah. So, so instead of having what was it with Mayweather and Conor McGregor, now you've got. Let's do this. Yeah, Tyson Fury and Francis yeah. Ngannou. I like it. <laughs> well, they, those guys were little guys. I can't believe like, you don't know Francis Ngannou. I don't know Francis. He I was know UFC. he was a big UFC man. That was man. What gonna get you in the UFC, James? Not gonna happen. Yeah, Wags, come on, man. We gotta Not get gonna you. happen. We're gonna no? get kicked. In one of the first fights, they got kicked, kicked right in the balls. I was like, those guys don't wear cups. He's down there, and he he, he was no muss. He got kicked right in the balls. He was done. Wow, the one of your first ever UFC fights. Well, no, I watched on, on Saturday the first fight we were oh, watching. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's gonna right, in the, right in the friendlies. Yeah, that's gonna right in the right in the cash. <laughs> the cashes and prizes. Come on, right in the cash's oh, plays. What are we doing here? That's tough. That's, that's the cashes. No, that's not Muhammad Ali. No, not him. <laughs> Shout out to Muhammad Ali. All right, so you're going goth, and then on uh, Sunday. Are we doing foreshadows? Can I interest you in actually showing up to foreshadows this time? Are you gonna be out so late? No, visiting I, your friend Molly and not being able to make it. No, we should be all right. We should be good for Sunday. We should be able to pencil us in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, shout out to uh, the Night Ranger. The Night Ranger. He's, he's a guy who goes, always goes to Vegas with us. Okay. So we go to Rivers. Right. This is a story. I hope he's listening to the whole thing. He goes to Rivers. I didn't know he was going. He, 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 he There's people listening to our podcast, buddy. Nice. He, he actually went to the, to the casino. Yeah. But he was like scouting the tables the whole time. Looking Didn't text me, looking for me. I know he's going to be, oh, maybe he'll show up. I'll just watch him. He's there by himself for three hours. We're watching the other game at the, at the sports book. Oh, no. And I go to the tables, finally, looking for Luke. Because, you know, I went to the bathroom. Come out. Where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where's the table? The... I run into Night Ranger. I'm like, dude, what's up? He's like, oh, yeah, I've been here since 11. I'm like, what? It's 2.30. Bro, I'm sorry. Just text me next time. But he's like, yeah, it's all, it's all good. He played a little craps with us, won some money left. Oh yeah, All he right. wasn't on with the big the big role, but it was great. They and still then, made it worth his while. And then the, the previous time we went to Foreshadows, David K. David K. was there. Oh, he came out. He's like, no, I didn't talk to Luke. I heard your podcast. I'm like, people are listening. Yeah, the I told tens, you the, the tens of people. We're no, we're gaining traction. The hundreds of it's going to turn into hundreds and tens of. Yeah, so I'm going thousands. to Foreshadows, Dempsey. <laughs> I'm going to Foreshadows, David K. I'm going to Foreshadows. Whoever wants to be there. It would be helpful if you told me you're coming, then I have enough space at a table. Yeah, a little potluck maybe. Well, I'm telling you, one of these days we should do one live on location. You we know? can do it over there at yeah. your spot, but this is, they have food there. Okay. You can purchase food. Yeah. You can't bring in your own food. That's maybe, fine. you know, maybe like a, a snack bar. <laughs> a snack bar. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, I was just saying, honestly, I've been watching the games at home the yeah, last yeah. couple Sundays. Yeah. So it's been pretty chill. Well, we, we, were the, we were at the softball. Yeah, it was softball. So we get the red zone. Shout out to the red zone. So always keeps your Sundays on the, on. What, on their toes, if you yeah. want. Yeah. All right. Well, follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter, side at Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Wexpo on Twitter and on Instagram. 
And you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dalton Cooper um, and at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, we are the Side Action Pod. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Side Action Pod. Uh, until next week. Hopefully we still. I'm telling you. Hopefully we have a World Series. Hopefully if it goes five games, oh, yeah, we're I'm gonna be in such a bad mood next week if it if it does because it's gonna be over. It's, it's such a great time of the year. Know. You got NBA. There's, there's nothing better than having like All that Saturday sports. NBA yeah. game followed sure. by you know that Saturday night college game too followed by the Sunday morning. Of I mean the girlfriends love it. They love it. When <laughs> that's why I'm divorced. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's why Callie does laundry on Sunday. She just yeah leaves me alone, and she says she comes and finds me whenever, wherever watching games. So yeah, no, shout out to you guys. Yeah, follow us on social media. Until next week. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER intro and outro and transition music credits song titles jerry five and district four by kevin mcleod at incompetech.org license under creative commons attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0